What up, what up, what up, people? This is DJ Quest One. You're listening to The Drive Podcast, and I actually am driving. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the previous episode. I got a lot of plays. Uh, people uh, responded as far as celebrities, stories, and, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, sports, and what else did I talk about? I'm still kind of asleep right now. It's too early for me, but I am up. Um, what did I talk about? Talked about, uh, this, uh, yeah, Postigas and Norte was one of them. So, yeah, being backstage and, and you know, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, this, this episode, I'm going to talk about, uh, uh baseball, uh, MLB, Astros, them cheating, and how do I feel about it. Uh, I have another celebrity story, and, uh, LeBron winning the championship and the NFL. All right, well, let's get into it. So the Astros, my you know my team, the Houston Astros, uh, or people people that like them, against the Tampa Bay Rays, and uh, there's no cheating going on, and they made it. They made it this far, so you know it, it also shuts up a lot of haters. I mean, they didn't have to do it to begin with. Thomas was right when I spoke to him. They're that good. They don't have to. They didn't have to do it. They, that just gave them an edge. But uh, it's not looking good for them. It's looking kind of dim. Last night they were uh, there. They had the bases loaded. They could have had a chance to make a play and, and take the lead. It just didn't happen, and they ended up uh, being out. They ended up uh, losing that game. So and it was lasted four hours, which is crazy because baseball can last. I mean, depending, you know, the pitching and the hitting. It's it, it can last a long time. So I remember the Dodgers and the. Uh, Astros in 2017 going back and forth. I think it went, what, 10 innings, 11 innings, one of the games. That game lasted almost five hours. It's crazy. But, um, I mean, shout out to the Rays for doing, you know, doing their deal. They're, they don't have any, uh, they don't have the most wins this season for, for no reason. Their pitching is amazing. So it's pitching versus hitting, and right now pitching is winning. So, you know, and uh, I'm not going to make any excuses on them, on the Astros, but I will say, uh, as far as being health-wise, they, they are hurt. So they're making the best out of their pitching. They're, you know, they're not the healthiest they are right now, but they're, they're doing they're doing their thing. So, and then you got the Braves and the Dodgers, and the Braves are looking pretty good. Uh, the Braves have been into the World Series since, I want to say, 01. And I can't remember the Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay Rays ever making the, the World Series. If I'm wrong, then correct me, but I don't, I don't really remember. But uh, them cheating, so this is how I feel. I don't condone cheating at all. You know, I know people look at it and, and uh, I was, you know, I was disappointed that they cheated. But they're not the only team that cheated stealing pitches. They got just got caught. Like the same thing, for example, like the, 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 uh, the New England Patriots, they cheated with a deflate ball. But how many other teams were doing that, you know? So they just got caught. So that that kind of you know tarnishes their legacy as far as a franchise. So, but because this is the Astros' first championship, they say that they cheated their way through. But at the same time, this is how I feel about it. They they did what they did. At the same time, you still have to play defense. So it's not like and just because they're telling you they're throwing a fast pitch, they're throwing a curve, you know, a breaking ball, whatever. You you still have to hit it. So it's like, I understand that the pitching, you know, 
that they were, they were, you know, they were telling him when the pitches was going to come. But at the same time, you still have to hit it. If you go there, a regular guy, someone even minor league, goes and knows where the pitch is going on, he's going to try to hit it. Man, come on now. It's hard to hit those balls. You ain't telling me nothing. So I don't feel, I don't really feel that. To me, I am a little disappointed. But at the same time, it's not that, it's that bad. Okay? So you guys, you know, people that are mad about it, you know, it's like, it's not that bad. Okay? They did, but they're back in it. They're, they've been back in it. And they're back in the race. They weren't, they're not cheating then. So, I mean, I don't think it's a big deal. Again, they apologize. You know, we're in, we're in the land of America where, you know, you apologize. We forgive you. You know, I think what, you know, some people don't like it at all. And, and I'm sorry if you don't like it at all. But they ended up, you know, they won 2017. And and uh, they tried winning 2018. They didn't do it in 2019. They went, you know, that's another story. But it is what it is. So now going to LeBron. LeBron won the championship, and no one cares. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> he won his fourth ring out of ten tries in the NBA Finals. Um, but he had help with another franchise player named Anthony Davis. Now, they're saying, well, if he, never, he would never win an NBA championship in the West. But again, the West, the way I see it, the whole... You know, not traveling, the bubble, that all goes into factor, you know. And uh, also, fun fact, the NBA ratings are the lowest ever, 50% down. I, why? I wonder why. Uh-huh. So, is he a GOAT? No. To me, he's not. Not yet. He's great. He's not a GOAT. Hall of Fame? Yes. Two uh, gold medals. Alright, so, uh, four NBA championships, uh, finals, he went to the finals ten times. So now, here's, here's my thing. If he had won like six or seven, I'd have been like, hell yeah, he's a GOAT. But he only has four. So he has just as many as freaking Ginobili and Parker. They both have four championships. So, GOATs, you know what I mean? So, that's the thing. Like, you know, he has as many as, as uh, crazy, believe it or not, Danny Green has three. One with the Spurs, one with Toronto, and one with the Lakers. Says he go. You know, like, it just depends. Like, I can't, to me, I can't put him in that category yet. And there's many reasons for my for my thing. A, he complains a lot, and he's 6'8", and he's 250 pounds. Especially when he drives in the lane. He complains, he looks at the refs for costs. So, here's the thing. You don't, you're that big, dude, man up. Second... He came out of high school, okay? First out of high school, didn't do college. He's been in the league for already, what, almost 20 years? You know, he's, he, he was a rookie in 03. So, I mean, he's been in the league for a while. Um, and he's still playing at a high caliber. And he also complained about not getting MVP posts. I mean, dude, you let the, the, the plane speak for itself. He's like, I, I, you know, I'm not considered MVP and blah, blah, blah. I'm not, like, dude, no one cares, dude. You really want MVP. Why are you complaining? I don't think Jordan ever complained about an MVP or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar ever complained about an MVP. Or for that matter, even Bill Russell. 
Why would you complain about not getting the MVP votes? Let the playing speak for itself. Yes, he's an instant Hall of Famer, but a GOAT, sorry, I, I look at a GOAT, Muhammad Ali a GOAT, Jordan a GOAT, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar a GOAT. You know, I don't see Terry Bradshaw a GOAT. I don't see him being a GOAT. I'm just sorry, he's not there yet. Maybe if he went seven, he could be a GOAT, but you know, we'll see. We will see. So, uh, you know, we'll see what, what happens, what transpires. To me, he's not a go. Sorry. Sorry, Red. That's my opinion. You have your opinion, it's my opinion. Okay. Moving along to another celebrity story. There's two. There's uh, Daniel Hastings, the photographer of a lot of hip-hop classics uh, album covers. He did... Gangstar Hard to Earn album. He did Big Pun, Yeah Baby. He did uh, uh, Bob Deep, Survival of the Fittest album. He did Wu-Tang. He did uh, Cuban Lynx, uh, Raekwon Cuban Lynx. He did, I think, Ghostface, uh, I want to say Ghostface, uh, Bulletproof Wallets. Um, he did those albums and you know, he's a photographer and he got clients. He got these clients. And he even took a picture of Eminem. So, what happened was my friend, shout out to TJ Leonard Spinner, invited me. He's like, yo, man, what you up to tonight? I was like, no, I'm just chilling. He goes, yo, I'm going to be DJing at this spot. Come through. I'm like, what is it about? He goes, it's this photographer named Daniel Hastings. And if you look him up, he also directed uh, Prince Roy's video, Corazon Sin, uh, Corazon Sin Cara. He, he directed that video, so that's him. And he's also on Instagram. Anyways, he did, so I show up, and he's there. And I'm just like, dude, this guy is like, you know what I mean? Because, you know, you talk about hip-hop legends, Wu-Tang, you know. You talk about, uh, he did also the album called Virginia Mafia, you know. So he's telling me, like, I meet him, and I'm like, bro. I said, I can't believe you shot all these album covers. He's like, yeah. And he talked about, he did the Into the 36 Chambers Wu-Tang album. And he told me the story how they were all broke. He goes, they were all broke and not all of them could make it. They had to catch a train to, to where he was shooting the scene. And none of them had any type of thing. And so RZA had a vision. And I wish they would have had that on American Saga. I hope they have it on American Saga. So where they catch the train and meet up with them. I probably don't. I'm probably not going to show it. But this is an inside scoop. This is from him meeting the Wu-Tang Clan. Okay, he tells me. That they were broke, that they didn't have no money, and that they were catching a they were catching a train for the photo shoot, and not all of them could make it because they they didn't have no money to catch the train. So I mean, they live in Long Island, and they they, they said they, they were shooting in, in Manhattan or something. I got to cross the bridge and stuff. So they show up, and they're all beat up. You know, they they don't even have any type of. So Riza uh, gets pullovers. Some uh, some sweaters and stuff. He must have had like six or seven of them, and he didn't know what to do. Like, how do you want to shoot this? And Riz is like, "No, we're not going to show our faces. You know, we're going to have these this you know these white things over our faces, or whatever." So they ended up shooting. He ends up shooting that for them, and he didn't really know what it was about, but it's uh, it's a classic album cover, and he shot it, and of course. They, you know, that album drops and it's just, the rest is history, you know. But he was there. He was there and he was also there for the Oni uh, Bill for Cuban Links album 
with Raekwon. And that album has mostly all of them, but Old Dirty Bastard was doing a video shoot for Brooklyn Zoo, the song, and no one showed up. Only, the only one that showed up was Method Man or someone. And, you know, Old Dirty Bastard was a small guy. He was 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, they respected him. And he shows up to the, to the photo shoot, and he's cussing out everyone in that motherfucker. Fuck you guys, you know. Y'all didn't come to my video shoot. Y'all here, and, and, and Raekwon and all them. And y'all motherfuckers ain't shit, you know. I am Wu-Tang, and he's talking shit to them. And none of them say anything, you know. Ghost is just shaking his head like, yeah, you know. Like, they know they fucked up, you know what I mean? But it was just a conflict. It was just a conflict deal, rare, you know. A conflict, uh, uh... Uh, you know, with uh, scheduling, you know what I mean? With a photo shoot of Raekwon. And Old Dirty Bastard probably didn't even know when the photo shoot was. And he, when he realized another Wu members were there, you know, he fucking like, oh shit, you probably remember like, damn, the Cuban Link photo shoot is today. So, it was just one of those things, you know? But uh, I met him and he, I talked about, we talked about Big Pun and we talked about Gangstar. And he shot, you know, I love Gangstar. He said that Guru was awesome, you know. He, he said that he did daily operation. He shot daily operation. He shot the photo shoot for that. He shot the hard to earn and the owners. And uh, and so if you look at him up, if you look him up on, on Instagram, he's on there, Daniel Hastings, I think. And he just got, I just got a chance to meet him, man. Puerto Rican guy, he was cool. You know, he was telling me how he met all these people. And, I mean, that's awesome. Um, now another celebrity story, Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20. I might have already said this story on a, pre on a previous episode last year, so pretty much I think uh, it was a, it was a 1997, and we were trying to go, and so my my sister and her friends she invited me, and we went. I went, tagged along. And we couldn't get inside. You had to have a voucher to get inside. So you had to go like to HEB or one of these grocery stores. Walgreens or I think maybe Eckert at the time. So you how old I am. So back then, how you listen to music is you either borrowed CDs or tapes from your friends. This is before social media. You can't tell a person, hey, you ever heard of this song and show them on the phone. Isn't it amazing technology nowadays? But here's a question, right? Technology is so awesome. Why are we still using fossil fuels? I mean, the phones keep getting better and better, but we're still using fossil fuels. Isn't that weird? Why can't we just run on electricity? Why can't we... Why are we still using gasoline is my question. You know? I mean, I understand the Tesla's 100% electric, but uh, there's other technologies that we can run without, you know... But I'm not going to get into that. That'll be another podcast there. So anyways, we head downtown, you know. And we're like, we're going to go see this band, whatever. We don't know what they sound like. We don't know what they look like. We don't even know what they're about. But we know that they do rock. So we head to the front, and there's this guy talking to these two girls. There's tour bus. And so we go up to this guy, me and Ram. I remember Ram. And I go, hey, man, uh, I'm sure Ram probably remembers to this day him meeting Rob Thomas. It was so random. So we go up to this guy, and we're like, hey, man, uh, do you know how we can get in? And he goes, 
Oh man, I don't know. I'm just a singer. I was like, oh shit, you're the singer? Is you the singer in Matchbox 20? And he goes, yeah, I'm the singer in Matchbox 20. I was like, cool. And we don't know what they sound like. I said, what kind of music do you guys play? Is it, is it like rock, alternative? He's like, yeah, it's between, it's between hard rock, alternative, a little bit of soft rock. And I was like, cool. And he goes, uh, and so these two girls are talking. One of the girls asked us, do you guys want to buy a ticket to get inside? And we're like, I'm like, nah, not really. It's a free show. And so Ram goes, how much? And they go, they say 15. So he has money. He's like, 15 for both? He's like, 15 each. And he goes, I'll give you 20 for both. And they're like, no, uh, it, you know, 15. And he goes, nah, I mean, it's a free show, you know? So they're making 100% profit. You know, they, they didn't pay for those tickets. So... He looks at us and he goes, uh, and he had these freaking leather pants like Jim Morrison. He had this flimsy shirt, looks like a freaking, it was like a shiny shirt, kind of like a flannel shirt, not flannel, a uh, foil type of material, or not material, but it was like shiny. It was real shiny, I remember that. Uh, he tells me, or he tells us, he goes, I can't believe I'm actually getting my tickets getting bargained for, and it's a free show. And I look at him and I say, we're not going to buy your tickets. We don't even know if they're good. Let's go around. So we leave. I shit you not. Six months later, three to six months later, he's on MTV. I'm like, man, I met that fool. Crazy. I met the course he goes out to have a crazy, you know, a solo career. He gets to work with Santana and, you know. He's still singing to this day, so I mean, you did something right. But had I had taken it different, yes, I should have said, "Is there any way you could get us in?" You know, we want to, we want to support you guys. He could have went on a different way, you know, and said, "You know what? I'll get you guys in. Don't worry about it." But he didn't. He sat there and and saw he would have got those groupies in. That's one thing right there. But he didn't get us in, and there was like four of us. Those are just me, him. His girlfriend, my sister, her friend. So it was, yeah, it was only five of us that were going, you know. It wasn't a lot of us, but, you know, he didn't uh, let us in. So, I mean, I shouldn't have said, we're not going to buy your tickets. What I should have said was, is there any way you can get us in? We'll pay you. You know, something. Or he could have... If he, this is what he could have done, and I would have been a fan to this day. I like them. Yes, they're a good band. But for me to say, oh, man, I need to listen to Matchbox 20. Oh, they're the best ever, whatever, whatever. Nah, not really. But they got some good songs, I think, that, that are good. But, again, uh, it could have been, it could have went different. He could have went something like, hey, you guys want to get in? I'll get you in. Don't worry about it. Because, I mean, he's a singer. He could have got us in. Hell. But he didn't. So that that is what it is. And that's the celebrity story for for this episode. Uh, and, uh, next, we're going to talk about uh, the NFL. So the NFL, I think right now, um, they shouldn't be playing. It's only because I think it's more of close proximity. They tackle each other. And uh, as a matter of fact, I think all sports should just been shut down for the end of the year. Just because due to COVID. But, you know powers that be or the power that want them to keep playing, they're playing. So, I mean, I don't know. You know, there's no audience. So, uh, going back to people playing, you know, the basketball or MLB, 
do you think that the audience makes them play better? You know, they feed off the audience. And I had talked about it on previous episodes. It's weird because or does the fake crowd, can they hear the fake crowd? Because I know I hear the fake crowd. It sounds pretty cheesy to me. It sounds the same. But I don't know. Do they hear that? You know what I mean? So who knows? Uh, they're five games in. And, uh, I mean, I'm watching it, you know, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. And then they're still letting some people in, so 25% capacity. So, I mean, I really, really like the XFL, though. I mean, that was just another level. The way they were fighting, the way they were playing, the game scoring, it was just awesome. And uh, I hope that, that they bring it back. But anyways... That's my episode, and also I want to talk about voting. It's important, you guys. You guys have a voice out there. You guys pick your candidates. Go out and vote. It doesn't take too long. I'm telling you guys, go out and vote. You'll make a difference. Okay? Go out and vote. It's important this, this election. You go out and vote. Whatever party you're with, it doesn't matter. You go out and vote. All right? And thank you so much for listening, y'all. Next episode. Listen to the next episode. And peace out, y'all.